I'm Taylor, and welcome to the TD Nutrition Podcast. Hi, welcome back to another episode of the TD Nutrition Podcast. Today's episode is all about toxins in beauty products and skincare products. The skin is the largest organ in our body, and we often don't really think about chemicals that we put on our skin. And this episode is pretty much going to cover all of the chemicals to look out for in skincare and beauty products. And then I'm going to do a part two episode that will come out next week. And we're going to sit down with a dear friend of mine who is also an esthetician and kind of pick her brain for, you know, what she thinks the most important ones to look out for are and other tips that she has for skincare and beauty products. So like I said, the skin is the largest organ in our body or on our body. And because of that, it should be treated the same way that we treat our internal organs. So, you know, taking care to ensure that we aren't exposing ourselves to any unnecessary toxins, at least the ones that we are able to control. Because again, like I've said many times, we can't control the toxins that are in the air and in the environment, um, but we can control what we put in our body, what we put on our body. The skin is able to absorb any chemical that we put onto it and it goes into the bloodstream and then our liver tries to grab all of these toxins and hold onto them so that these toxins don't end up in other places in our body, like the brain specifically. And what happens then is the liver's holding onto so many toxins, not only from what we put on our skin, but then from what's coming in via diet. And then it really causes our liver to be stagnant and sluggish and then can lead to a lot of other health issues. And if you wanna know more about those issues and the purpose of the liver, I do have a two-part episode on liver health and that's something you should totally check out. But then those people with chronic symptoms and chronic illnesses or diseases, they really need to be more aware, hyper aware um, of the ingredients of their skincare and beauty products. Because typically those people are much more sensitive because there's their body is already dealing with some sort of viral load, bacterial load, something going on internally that the body's having to focus on. And then when the more toxins that you add onto that, then it worsens symptoms and just makes your condition overall worse. So, you know, your average person who doesn't have any health condition or chronic symptoms or anything like that, they may not need to be as diligent as avoiding some of these chemicals as someone with a chronic illness. So I will say that because some people's livers, for whatever reason, they're just born a little stronger and their liver is able to process out toxins much easier than most other people's. So that's something to keep in mind because the list is really, really long um, and it may be like, well, these chemicals are in everything, like what should I avoid? So, you know, that's why in part two, we will sit down and find out, you know, what are the top ones to avoid for it for, you know, those average people who don't have chronic conditions, but still want to avoid maybe the most serious ingredients. And the other thing that I want to point out, which we obviously are going to get into this in more detail, but a lot of skincare and beauty products contain a heavy metal, specifically copper and aluminum. And I've talked a lot about heavy metals. I have a whole episode about heavy metals and heavy metals are very serious. They get into the liver, they get into the brain, they can get into the digestive tract. 
and they can cause a lot of problems, especially when they're in the brain, they can cause a lot of problems. So putting metals on our skin, as well as then ingesting foods that contain traces of metals, these start to really build up and it's really hard to flush out metals if you don't eat a super clean diet. So when I talk about an ingredient, and if it has, you know, if that ingredient's metals or something like that, that should kind of be like, a light bulb being like, oh, she said metals about this ingredient, so it's probably a very serious one for everyone to avoid. So we're gonna jump right in and start talking about all the toxic chemicals. They're in alphabetical order, so they're not in any specific order other than alphabetized. And the list of all these chemicals and what they're found in will also be on my blog. So if you go to my website, tdnutrition.com, and you click on blog, it will be the most recent um, blog post posted. Um, I am going to go through, you know, what products that these chemicals are found in today as well, but it is helpful sometimes to have the list in front of you in case you want to print it out or something like that. So the first is acrylates. So acrylates have been linked to cancer, developmental toxicity, reproductive toxicity, organ system toxicity, and cellular and neurological damage. This chemical is found in artificial nails, so like acrylic nails, and in nail-enhancing polish. Next is benzophenone. This has been linked to cancer. It's an endocrine disruptor. So when I say endocrine disruptor, it means it disrupts our natural hormone production. So it can cause you to have hormonal imbalances. Um, It causes developmental and reproductive toxicity as well as organ system toxicity. And this chemical is found in lip balms, nail polish, foundations, baby sunscreens, regular sunscreen, fragrance, shampoo, conditioner, hairspray, and moisturizers. And I want to point out that fragrance is going to be listed a lot. So fragrance is a compound of all these chemicals to give something a scent. So if you look at the ingredients of something, it may say just fragrance. So that's what that means. Um, so when they want to put a scent in your lotion or your shampoo, it may say fragrance in the ingredients. So that's what this is referring to. The next chemical is butylated compounds. So anything that says butylated before it would fall under this. And butylated compounds are endocrine disruptors. They cause organ system toxicity, reproductive toxicity, and cancer. The next chemical is carbon black. This chemical has been linked to cancer and organ system toxicity. And this is found in eyeliner, mascara, nail polish, eyeshadow, brush on brow pencils, lipstick, blush, and foundation. Next is coal tar. Coal tar has been linked to cancer and organ system toxicity. It's found in shampoos, scalp treatments, soaps, hair dyes, and lotions. Next is dibutyl and diethylhexyl phthalates. These disrupt hormones and damage the reproductive system. Dioxan is a contaminant linked to cancer. It's a known breast carcinogen, and this is found in shampoo, liquid soaps, or anything that creates like a suds. It's found in hair relaxers, lip products, hair products, makeup, sunscreen, and deodorant. Next is ethanolamine compounds. So it could be labeled as MEA, DEA, TEA, 
and others that are similar to that. And this chemical is prohibited by the European Union due to it being a carcinogen and it's linked to cancer and organ system toxicity, um, but it's not prohibited in the United States. So that is something to look out for. On product labels, uh, it's found in soaps, shampoos, conditioners, dyes, lotions, shaving creams, paraffin waxes. So the waxes that you'll get if you go get like a manicure or pedicure, household cleaning products, pharmaceutical ointments, which is crazy. A lot of pharmaceuticals do have very toxic chemicals in them. So it's even important to look at the ingredients labels of pharmaceutical medications that you take. Eyeliners, mascara, eyeshadow, blush, makeup bases, foundations, fragrances, sunscreen. So that's a long list on that one. And so anytime there's a chemical that is prohibited in other countries, but it is okay in the US, like that, to me, that's a huge red flag. Like, wait a minute, why? You know, if other countries are already like, hey, yeah, we found that this is a known carcinogen, we're not gonna use it. Why aren't we caught up to that? That always really concerns me. Um, like if you listen to the sunscreen episode, there's 13 active ingredients in most sunscreen. 11 of them are prohibited in every other country but the U.S. And those 11, they say that they're unsure if they're harmful or not. And I just like think that's just so funny. I'm like, you know, everyone should share data amongst countries. Like that's how you kind of can make everyone healthier. And when I discuss this a lot, you know, people will say, but, you know, that's a different country. People are different, you know, in other countries. And, and that's true. But like also our like all humans are the same. Like we have two lungs, we have two eyeballs, we have a liver, we have two kidneys. Like we have the same body parts and our body parts pretty much function the same. Like, you know, the lungs in the United States or in United States citizens don't function any different than the lungs in people who live in England or France. So when something's toxic to people in another country, most likely it is toxic to us too. So I always just kind of laugh about that. Like what is the logic behind it, you know, being prohibited in one country versus not here? Next is ethoxylated ingredients. So anything that has like ethoxylate attached to it. And this results in two toxic contaminants, and both of them are linked to breast cancers and other cancers. And these ingredients are found in shampoos, liquid soap, bubble bath, and hair relaxers. The next is formaldehyde, which is in skincare and beauty products, and it also can be in food as well, so that's something to look out for. I know I've mentioned formaldehyde um, because it is usually in grade B maple syrup. Um, so that's why buying grade A 100% pure maple syrup is so important. And formaldehyde is a known carcinogen. And it could be found in shampoos, body washes, even baby soaps, um, nail polish, nail glue, hair color, and eyelash glue. So whether you're putting on false eyelashes or you have eyelash extensions, a lot of times it's found in the glue. Um, and I get really nervous about these chemicals that are in products that go to our eyes because, you know, our eyes can be really sensitive. Um, and so you don't want chemicals in your eye or close to your eye. The next is homosalate. This is an endocrine disruptor and um, it then messes with skin absorption. It's found in sunscreen and any skincare product that contains sunscreen. So if you have a moisturizer that has sunscreen or if you have makeup that has sunscreen, it would be in those products, lip balm that has sunscreen, things like that. Next is hydroquinone. This has been known to cause cancer, respiratory irritation, and organ system toxicity. 
It's found in skin lighteners, facial and skin cleansers, facial moisturizers, hair conditioners, and fingernail coating products. So nail polish, other things we coat our fingers with. So even gel polish or dip. Next is isobutyl and isopropyl parabens. And we know parabens are bad, so like more and more products are labeling themselves as paraben-free. And these parabens disrupt hormones and harm the reproductive system. Next, we have lead and other heavy metals like aluminum and copper. So mercury damages the liver, the kidneys, the nervous system, and it gets into the brain and down the road can cause things like Alzheimer's, dementia, things like that. And also any of these metals cause damage to our immune system and other things like that. So these metals are found in lipstick, whitening, toothpaste, eyeliner, nail color, and deodorant. Um, And toothpaste is one that contains a lot of chemicals. Um, I've only listed this one um, as toothpaste being in it, but there are others on the list that are in toothpaste. And opting for a natural toothpaste is really important. Also, you don't want fluoride in your toothpaste. Fluoride is an aluminum byproduct, so that is a heavy metal. And so really, while it says whitening toothpaste, any fluoride toothpaste should be under this because it does contain an aluminum byproduct. Um, And maybe your rationale is, well, it's an aluminum byproduct. It's not really aluminum, but it is really aluminum. It's aluminum is used to make fluoride. Um, So switching your toothpaste is important. And we know that a lot of deodorants contain aluminum and we know that those have been linked to Alzheimer's and things like that. So switching to a natural deodorant is also really important. Mm The next is long chain per and alkyl substances, which are also known as PFAs. These have been linked to cancer. And so you've probably seen that um, even some products now say that they don't contain PFAs. That's another one that's kind of gained in popularity as far as not putting it in products. Next is methylene glycol. This is a type of formaldehyde, so, you know, therefore it's a carcinogen. We know formaldehyde's a carcinogen. And this is found in shampoos, body washes, baby soaps, nail polish, nail glue, hair color, and eyelash glue. Next is MNO-phenylenediamine. This is used in hair dyes, which irritate and sensitize the skin, and it causes damage to DNA and can cause cancer. All right, so the next two, they're kind of hard to say. It's methylisothiazolinin and methylchlorothiazolinin. And I think I butchered it a little bit, um, but you can, again, go look on my blog and see how they're written. Um, And these cause inhalation toxicity, so they're toxic to inhale. They can cause allergies and neurotoxicity. So neurotoxicity means toxic to the brain. These chemicals are found in shampoo, conditioner, hair color, body wash, lotion, sunscreen, mascara, shaving cream, baby lotion, baby shampoo, hairspray, makeup remover, liquid soaps, and detergents, so like laundry detergents. The next ingredient is mica, and this causes lung irritation. It's found in makeup products, and then it's also found in like shingles, like that you put on a roof, wallpaper, insulation, cement, and asphalt. So it's really funny when you see a chemical like this that's typically in a lot of like constructional things and then they also put in makeup. It's like, okay, that can't be right. That definitely can't be healthy. The next is nail polish removers. 
And this um, causes irritation of the skin, the eyes, um, and the lungs, and it also can cause organ toxicity and cancer. Um, so, and I mean, if you think about the smell of a nail polish remover, it just smells like it's all chemicals and you can kind of just feel that it does not feel good when you inhale that. The next is nanoparticles. And I've, I addressed nanoparticles in the sunscreen episode because we know that nanoparticles puts a lot of stress on our lungs and it's really harmful for children to breathe nanoparticles. Um, and there's still a lot they don't know about nanoparticles, but they do know that they're harmful and that they put stress on the lungs. Um, so kids should not be breathing in things that have nanoparticles. And they are typically found in sunscreen, and then they're also found in deodorant, toothpaste, shampoos, lotions, foundation, anti-aging cream, and nail polish. Um, and so again, another reason to switch to an all-natural deodorant and toothpaste, because it could also have nanoparticles, um, and then anti-aging cream. A lot of anti-aging cream are really toxic and toxins make us age. And then we think we need more of the cream because we're aging and it's like a vicious circle. And so really cutting out all these chemicals will actually slow down aging. The next chemical is nitrosamines and these cause cancer. They're an endocrine disruptor and they cause organ system toxicity. And the, this ingredient is found in nearly every kind of personal care product. So again, like I say with food, you need to read the labels on things that you're buying. Same with beauty products, same with sunscreen. Reading labels is really important. It helps keep you informed. And especially now that you have a guide of things that you can look at, is this chemical on there? Is this chemical on there? That will be really helpful because, I mean, even for me, I didn't know some of the things that... I should look out for on beauty products like there's a few things that you hear of that you should look out for but now you kind of have a guide so you have definitive names of things to look for next is octinizate this is an endocrine disruptor a reproductive and, de and development um, or it causes reproductive and developmental toxicity organ system toxicity it harms the thyroid and it's absorbed really fast through the skin and it mimics estrogen in the body so if you have estrogen dominance or issues with estrogen, this is gonna then make your body think it has a lot more estrogen than it really does. And it's this chemical is found in hair color products, shampoos, sunscreen, lipstick, nail polish, and skin creams. The next is parabens, so this includes all parabens. I touched on a couple of them already. Parabens are an endocrine disruptor. They cause cancer. They cause developmental and reproductive toxicity. They are absorbed through the skin, the blood, and the digestive system. So even if you like, I don't know, put lotion on that had parabens and you're eating something and then the parabens are getting into your body via the digestive tract. The next is Patamate O, which is um, listed as PABA. It's an endocrine disruptor. Um, it causes sensitization and bioaccumulation in the body, and it's found in sunscreens. The next is paraformaldehyde, and so this is another type of formaldehyde. So we went over formaldehyde, and then we went over another type of formaldehyde. So here's a third one. And this, and like I said, formaldehyde is a carcinogen, and this form is found in shampoos, body wash, baby soaps, nail polish, nail glue, hair color, and eyelash glue. The next, this one surprised me, petroleum jelly and petrolatum. And this is a byproduct of petroleum refining and it causes cancer. It also could be labeled as paraffin oil, mineral oil, and white petrolatum. 
So petroleum jelly, what comes to mind? Vaseline or aquaphor. That's typically what we think of when we think of petroleum jelly. And so this is found like in paraffin wax because they'll use paraffin oil in something that has mineral oil and then it's found in lotions, other cosmetics, and then Vaseline. So people who put Vaseline all over their face before they go to bed, I guess it's hydrating, it's locking in moisture, but it's super toxic. Like you're better off using coconut oil and just putting that all on your face. Like that's completely natural. And I think coconut's very underrated as a beauty product. We typically think coconut oil as it comes to food and, you know, cooking with, baked goods. Um, But coconut oil is amazing for our hair. It's amazing for our skin. It's certainly not toxic. Um, And so, yeah, if you really want to lock in moisture on your face at night, don't put Vaseline on. Put put some coconut, coconut oil on. For the longest time, really up until very recently, because I did not know petroleum jelly was like from petroleum refining, I would put Aquaphor on my lips every night before I went to bed. It was just part of my nighttime routine. And I kind of always laughed because my lips were still chapped anyway, so I never really knew why I was putting it on, but I just did. Um, And now I'm like, okay, yeah, that was toxic the whole time. Um, So now I have like a coconut oil-based lip balm, and that's what I put on at night. And it's, you know, scented with... Um, natural peppermint peppermint oil and so it has like an essential oil in it so that's much better than aquaphor even vaseline um so finding a natural lip balm is important um as well as you know avoiding aquaphor and vaseline for all these other reasons the next chemical is phenoxyethanol it causes allergies and affects the nervous system so the nervous system is like our motor movements and things like that It's found in moisturizers, eyeshadow, foundation, sunscreen, conditioners, mascara, eyeliner, shampoo, lip gloss, concealer, body wash, hand cream, blush, hair color, hairspray, lip balm, lotion, nail polish, baby wipes, baby lotions and soaps, um, liquid and bar soaps, shaving cream, deodorant, toothpaste, fragrance, hair removal waxes, hand sanitizer, and ultrasound gel which I think that's crazy because most ultrasound gels are used in doctor's offices and do they know that it contains a toxic ingredient and then you're going to put it on like a pregnant woman? A lot of this just to me is is crazy. Next is polyacrylamide and this breaks down into acrylamide, which is a carcinogen and it causes reproductive and developmental toxicity. So a lot of times too, you'll notice with chemicals, they try to take something that's toxic, manipulate it a little bit and be like, oh, it's not toxic anymore, but then it breaks down into the same toxic compound that they tried to avoid. And it's found in facial moisturizers, anti-aging products, color cosmetics, lotions, hair products, and sunscreen. And so there's anti-aging products listed again. And I'll repeat myself, most anti-aging products are pretty toxic, so be very careful. The next is polytetrafluoroethylene, um, otherwise known as PTFE or Teflon. So, you know, like Teflon pans, which we know are toxic. What they coat them in is toxic and it gets into our food and then we eat that. Um, And this is linked to cancer, breast cancer, reproductive toxicity, and, and it's an endocrine disruptor. And so Teflon and PTFE, these chemicals that are used on these pans, are found in pressed powder, so makeup pressed powder, loose makeup powder, bronzer, blush, eyeshadow, mascara, shave gel, lip balm, and anti-aging lotions. Next is P-phenylene diamine, which I listed a different variation of that earlier. 
And this causes cancer, mutagenicity, and organ toxicity. And this is found in hair dyes. The next is fatalates. And this is an endocrine disruptor, and it causes developmental and reproductive toxicity. And this is found in color cosmetics, fragrance lotions, body washes, hair care products, and nail polish. Next is quaternium-15, which releases formaldehyde. It causes irritation to the eyes, skin, and lungs. And this is found in shampoos, body wash, and even baby soaps. It's also found in nail polish, nail glue, hair color, and eyelash glue. Next is resorcinol. This causes organ system toxicity, and it's also an endocrine disruptor. It's found in hair dyes, shampoos, hair lotions, peels. It's in products that are used to treat acne. It's also found in products that are used to treat eczema and other dermatological, dermato dermatological issues. So a lot of times if you get prescribe something for eczema or acne, it has this chemical in it. And the next is retinol and retinol compounds. And this causes cancer and developmental and reproductive toxicity. It's found in a lot of anti-aging creams and lotions. It's also found in moisturizers and foundation. Next is styrene acrylates, copolymer, and this is a known carcinogen. It's found in nail polish, sunscreen, sunscreen moisturizer, body wash, body cleansers, shampoo, and eyeliner. Next is synthetic musks, and this is an endocrine disruptor, causes organ system toxicity, reproductive toxicity, and it's found in perfumes, colognes, scented soaps, body wash, sprays, lotions, hair products, detergent, and softeners, so like fabric softeners and laundry detergent. Next is talc. This causes cancer and organ system toxicity. And you probably know um, that talc does cause at least ovarian cancer because there's lots of commercials on it for TV because they've now found how toxic it is. Um, and so talc is found in baby powder, shower products, lotions, feminine hygiene products, eyeshadow, foundation, lipstick, deodorants, and face masks. So like if you're gonna do like a, a face mask, um, on, on your face. Next is titanium dioxide in nanoparticle form. This is a carcinogen and I talked about it in the sunscreen episode. Um, and so it's found in sunscreen and it's also found in pressed and loose powders. So titanium dioxide in non-nano form is the safe form of that. Next is toluene. This causes developmental and reproductive toxicity and organ system toxicity. And it's found in nail polish, nail treatment, and hair dyes. The next is triclosan, which is, can be labeled as TSC or TCC. This is an endocrine disruptor. It can cause a bacterial infection and um, environmental toxicity as well. It's found in antibacterial soaps, toothpaste, tooth whitening products, deodorant, shaving products, creams, and color cosmetics. And then some of the chemicals in beauty products do not have to be disclosed on the package because they are components of fragrance, which I mentioned, like some of those chemicals we know are in fragrance, um, but a lot of them are not listed. And so they're, they're exempt from federal labeling requirements. 
And so we don't really know what's all in fragrance when something is labeled fragrance. Um, And fragrance is defined by the FDA as a combination of chemicals that gives each perfume or cologne, including those used in other products, its distinct scent. Fragrance ingredients may be derived from petroleum or natural raw materials. Companies that manufacture perfume or cologne purchase fragrance mixtures from mixtures from fragrance houses, companies that specialize in developing fragrances, to develop their own proprietary blends. In addition to scent chemicals that create this fragrance, perfumes and colognes also contain solvents, stabilizers, UV absorbers, preservatives, and dyes. These additives are frequently but not always listed on product labels. In uh, in contrast, the chemical components in fragrance itself are protected as trade secrets and described on, on the label as only as fragrance. So in order to protect the secrecy of what this scent is made up of, they have been allowed to just label it fragrances. So we don't really know what's all in it, but like we know that they can contain solvents. Solvents are in carpet cleaning products. Those are very, very toxic, really toxic to the liver. We know solvents are super toxic um, and harmful if you have a chronic illness. I know with Lyme disease, if I ever get a carpet cleaned or something, I have to make sure I go to an envi- like a green carpet company that uses like ones with the less chemicals. So, you know, it's also really arbitrary when we're putting on perfume or cologne every day. Like, do we really know what's all in that? And that's a tough one. Because, um, you know, perfumes and colognes, like that's our scent and like people remember scents about people. And so it's hard to like not wear that. But, you know, you can play around with essential oils and make your own scent if you want to. Or, you know, just at least be aware that the perfume you're wearing may have a bunch of chemicals. We just don't know what they are because they don't have to be labeled. Um, And then in like other personal care products, so whether it's lotions, shampoos, um, other creams and things, um, fragrances that they add to them can include a combination of ingredients that give um, the product a scent to that stabilize the scent. And this typically is only indicated as fragrance on the ingredient. So if you have a shampoo that's labeled fragrance or even parfum, um, you know, we don't really know what all that means. It's just a very broad general term. And all fragrance products, perfumes, colognes, air fresheners, candles, anything like that has a, that has a scent, um, nine times out of 10 contains harmful chemicals that weaken the immune system and damage the liver. The best fragrances to use are, like I said, essential oils, burn candles with only essential oils and like a so, soy or coconut, wa- um, coconut wax. Um, and that's something that this year I've really been working to transition to is buying only um, all natural candles because I would just buy candles because they smelled good, not realizing that I probably shouldn't even be lighting those and inhaling that. Um, so these are all things that you can do to start, you know, even making your home environment less toxic. Um, and then you know, now that you know all these other chemicals and ingredients that are in your skincare products, you can go into your bathroom and pull out all the things you use look up their ingredients, and then compare them to the list um, that's on my blog. So to wrap things up, you know, I'm just going to reiterate that our skin is an organ, and it's one of our largest organs, and what we put on it is absorbed into the bloodstream and can end up in the liver and um, cause harm. You know, maybe you think that, oh, well, the worst thing I do to my liver is I drink alcohol or whatever, but, you know, we don't even take into account all the stuff that we're putting onto our skin every single day. Um, what we're washing our hair in. And so some great brands that I like um, for natural products, 
um, is Bodyceuticals is one. And again, this will be on my blog. Another one I really like is 100% Pure. Um, they're great. And what I really like about them is a lot of it's like fruit pigmented stuff. So they use fruit for the coloring. Um, Cause again, a lot of the colors and things um, are toxic. And so they have um, hair products, body products. So lotions, face moisturizers. They do have like natural like acne treatments on there, natural face masks. And then they have a whole line of makeup that you can literally get any makeup product that you would get from a normal makeup company. And I've been slowly but surely trying to switch over to all their makeup products. And some stuff is a little different than like the textures we're used to because we are used to them being so like perfectly made because of all the, you know, the chemicals can make things exactly the way we want it to make. And when you're dealing with things like fruits and stuff like that, like it's not always going to turn out exact, but but it works. Um, and so they have eyeliner, they have mascara, um, foundation, both in like a liquid form and in a powder form. And they have blush, they have lipsticks, they have lip balms. Um, you can even get sunscreen through them. Um, so they're kind of like a great place because you can get all the things you need from one website if you wanted to, instead of ordering from a bunch of different stuff. So um, Bodyceuticals and 100% Pure are probably my favorite too. And those will be on the blog. So next time in part two of toxins in skincare and beauty products, um, we're going to be sitting down, um, or I'm going to be sitting down and talking with my friend Jill Hellman, and um, I'm going to be asking her some questions um, on some tips for skincare and beauty products. And Jill is the owner and esthetician of the Body Bungalow, which is located in Hermosa Beach. So if you live in LA locally, you should definitely um, check out a service from her. Um, I've known Jill for like five or six years now, quite a while. And she's an absolutely amazing person and she's amazing at what she does. Um, so definitely book a service with her if you live local. Um, I see her for sugaring. So she does um, sugaring. So instead of doing like um, hair wax removal, which a lot of waxes have a lot of chemicals in them, which sugaring does not. And we'll kind of get more into that as well when we talk with her. Um, and so I see her for the sugaring and I do my Brazilian and I do my underarms, um, but she offers so many services. So we'll get to talk all about that. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, and again, look on my blog, check out the list of all the chemicals, print it out or screenshot it on your phone, something so that you have it. Cause sometimes then if we don't look back at it at all, we just forget to really sit down and it does take effort to sit down and bring out all your products and look at them. And a lot of times the ingredients are not listed on the actual product. So you have to go to the website and pull up the product and they don't make it easy for you to see what's really in stuff. Um, and so that can make it more of a pain, but it's definitely worth doing and your body will thank you. Your liver will thank you. Um, and there's, you know, there's so many pros to doing it and, um, you know, way more cons. Like if you don't do it, all the harm that can cause is going to far outweigh, you know, taking that extra time to sit down and do it on a Sunday afternoon or something like that. And again, if you ever have any questions or you want to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, send me an email at tdnutritioncoaching at gmail.com. And stay tuned next week for part two. And as always, thanks for listening. Bye.